Welcome. You have returned once again to RPGX Radio, you fools! Now your soul shall be ours for eternity. That was the new intro that we talked about, right? That was the one that you I think that was exactly what we talked about. Cool. Nailed it. <laughs> You're rolling prematurely, man. Come on. No, that, Hang on to those dice. That was a bottle cap. Unspecified bottle cap that fell down. Huh, unspecified. <laughs> I wonder what it was. It was anyway. A cap to a bottle. End of story. Don't worry about it. My name mm-hmm. is not Bottle Cap. I am Simmy. Um, my name could be Bottle Cap, but it's probably King Monkey. We've been talking about finding your first game, uh, making your character, and applying with that character on the site. But before we get into that, I got yes. a question for you, King Monkey. I have an answer. What's up? What's up? <laughs> um, do you want to hear something? Actually, um, I learned this from uh, YouTubes of uh, Newfoundlanders, which for those of our listeners who don't know, is the uh, easternmost province in Canada. And they okay. have a very unique dialect in Canada and a distinct accent. If you ask them what's up, no matter what the what the answer is, uh, what the question is, the answer is either nothing, which is nothing, or it's what it is. Hmm. So if you ask what's up, it's what it is. That's the answer. <laughs> so what's up? It's what it is. <laughs> so there you go. I think my normal reply to that is not much. What's up with you? Yeah. Yeah, it's about the about the content of the thing, I guess. Yeah, it's it's that it's that whole idea of of a casual greeting that we just say automatically and don't really mean. Yeah, uh, it's anicity. The idea is that you are acknowledging the response with a an affirmative answer without distinct meaning, simply signifying to that you intend to carry on in a more or less positive manner. I got one word for that. Mm. Nerd! Me? Nerd? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? I'm not a nerd. <laughs> but anyway, for real, Z's, what's up in your life right now? Ah, uh, well, I mean, trying to fit in some time for role-playing on the site here and there. Trying to fit in some time to get some Roll20 going on as well, just with the uh, mm. the current climate being what it is and the... Uh, when we record of, this, of course, when yeah. it releases, everything's fine. Everything's been resolved. Everything's been of resolved. Course. So I'm glad to hear that our, our listeners currently in the, the future, everything's fine and there are no problems whatsoever. Glad to hear it. This is why time travel's rough, man. It is rough. <laughs> we just don't have the verbiage for it, really. Yeah. Not without getting into a whole Douglas Adams uh, paragraph. Uh, no. So yeah, I mean it's it's interesting you bring up Roll Twenty because as we were talking, like that's mm. one thing I'm trying to do right now: learn and convert to Roll Twenty just in case. Yeah, things continue just a little longer than we're expecting. Yeah, of course they will all be solved by the time this releases. But for sure, at the time I am working and finding Roll Twenty is great, but it can be a little rough to work with at times. Sure. Yeah, I I haven't started yet. I mean, I've got a handful of games on RPGX. And I know some people are just, their lives have gone crazy right now, so they're not able to commit time. So that's actually reduced. I had three in real life games, mm. but those, uh, 
one, two, three, four. Four in real life games, if you count the one that I'm running for the kids, uh, which oh, we, we cannot do. do right now. So, yeah, we're trying to convert some of those at least to Roll20. Very cool. Roll20 is is an interesting tool. And I know some people use it even just on the site. So perhaps we'll, we'll set some time aside to explore that a little more. How it can be integrated with RPGX. Yeah, because I, I know one of the things I want to cover at some point when we're doing our GM stuff is different ways you can do combat, and Roll20 factors into that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for now, before we segue into the final bit of our topic, we have to get It's a Verb's Random Verb of the Week. All right. And this week, you are not It's a Verb, right? Even though in past weeks you have been? Um, am like, I? Is I don't it because is it like a mantle, like a title that one takes from time to time? Oh no! Like I just dropped my coin of decision. Oh my god! Are you okay? It looks like I am not. It's a verb this week. Oh, fantastic! Oh, note to everyone listening: I am not. It's a verb this week. Right on. Okay. Please remind me if I forget. Yeah, for sure. You got it, verb. <laughs> so today's verb is an exciting one. It's full of action. Okay. As most verbs tend to be. It's kind of the description of the thing is an action of some sort. And it's exciting. Okay. Because the verb of it's a verb's random verb of the week mm -hmm. that I'm going to give to you this week. Right. That is a verb. It is. Is it is? Because you're dancing around the word is a lot. The verb is chew. Chew. Just chew, chew what you chew what you chew. Edric the Bard reconsidered many of his life decisions as he was slowly being chewed by the giant ogre. Oh, maybe, uh-oh, oh. maybe Gothmog of Yadun... Is he an ogre? Is an ogre! Oh my god! <laughs> He's an opium addict ogre. An ogre. Uh, He's an ogre. Look, look, how, look how all of it just works so flawlessly together, exactly as planned. It was all planned from the beginning. This was all been planned from the beginning. <laughs> and unlike the successful integration of all of our pieces here... So successful. Our topic about applying to a game revolves around failure today. I... Are you... Are, you, are we talking... Is the topic me? Are we talking about me? Are you calling me a failure? I... Simi well, I wasn't, but now I think <sighs> we should explore that more. So tell me about your mother. Oh, mother. <laughs> I think we'll let some sad music play here. Yes, please. Please do. Because one of the things that we, we, we have to discuss when we're talking mm -hmm. about applications is the fact that you will not get into every game you apply to. Yeah, statistically speaking, you're probably going to get into the minority of, of uh, games that you apply to. Even if you're like me and you have a freak start where you apply to three games and get into those three games right away... Eventually, you will hit a point where you don't get it, start getting into games again. Yeah. And that's yeah. not easy at first. No, I'd say you're right at first. Yeah. You, you learn to deal with it because I think, I think when you first start, it can feel a little personal. Even though it's nine not. times out of ten, it's yeah. not. No. And I'd say even that 10th that time, it's not personal. It's just something that they haven't. That's not clicking between you and the GM. And you don't want that to be forced mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. So if it's not clicking, that, that that's okay. I mean, on the flip side, it's probably not a personal reason that you were accepted if you if you do get it. So That's very true. If you do get in, it's not necessarily that you're just a better human than other people. No. Or whatever species you are. 
even if you're just a Canadian. Yeah, I mean, it may be true. You could be. You could could be be. a better. I mean, but it's not something that they're seeing in your character. You said something that's that was very good before Mm -hmm. we started recording. Okay, who is getting judged in these this process usually? Sorry, who is getting judged? Well, it's the character. It's not. It's not the player. It's the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you can you could take that and expand upon it and say, oh, well, but I'm writing the character, so it's my writing is being judged. Well, it's a process. Everything you do is a process. If you're an amazing writer from day one, you're you're learning how to adapt that into this mold. If you're a bad writer from day one, mm-hmm. you're getting better as you do it. So failure is just a natural part of the process, and it's yeah. not personal. Yeah, for ex- exa- exactly, exactly. No, um, if you are applying to games and getting rejected and it's hurting you sort of like it feels like an attack, then please take a step back and recognize that it is simply not the case. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are any number of reasons that that your application may have been rejected, but it is highly unlikely that the person that the DM considered you as a person to be the source of a problem of any kind. Very unlikely. I mean, unless you straight up off the bat started saying something overtly political in your application, but or in the podcast, yeah, sure. But I mean, barring that, (laughs) barring that, I mean, or unless you've got a reputation, Simi, and that you know, (laughs) no, what, no, (laughs) no, No. but 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 seriously though, no, I mean, the odds that it's something specific against you would have to be so. Like, there would have to be such an elaborate chain of events to lead to that. Now, it's just that there are any number of reasons that a character can be rejected, and it's it's not you. It's not you as a player. Well, and also, even if a game runs two or three groups, mm-hmm. no matter how, unless there's only exactly two or three groups worth of people in the thread, right. some people aren't going to make it in. If it's one group and 20 people apply, yeah, they could all be perfect applications and that person has already decided i can only take one group yeah you just it's just too many players qualified applicants are not very few dms are going to say well i guess i'll take all 20 because that's a that's a commitment that requires a lot of time and probably uh, stubbornness that most dms just won't have and that's also how you get dm burnout it is we don't want yeah I've done it. I've done it. I did it once uh, for a Vampire the Masquerade game. I had, I think, a dozen applicants at first, and I ended up taking them because I had separate stories that I could tell to each one of them. So it basically became Mm. a handful of different games, and I got more applicants, and I actually managed it for quite a long time, but it was eventually, it was just like the work uh, RPGX balance, it didn't, it didn't, didn't function for me anymore so yeah burnout absolutely so that's why i would say don't take 20 players just don't do it even if you think you can <laughs> don't do it it's too much and so now that we've spent all that time talking mm-hmm. about how most times it's not going to be your fault let's talk about the ways it could be your fault sure <laughs> because even though it's generally not a personal attack on you there are things that you can do that can contribute to you not getting picked sometimes yeah, yeah, for sure. So so the easiest ones are not proofreading, making careless mistakes in your writing, yeah. and not providing things that the DM has specifically requested. Yeah, I mean, you may th- think that punctuation is 
tool of the patriarchy to keep you down, but uh, it genuinely <laughs> does help to make communication more effective. You uh, find a way to shoehorn political things uh, into everything about. we record. I'm not sure what you're talking about. You're making that up. <laughs> No, but I mean, seriously, though, if, if you just tend to write a freeform uh, like a slush of words onto the page, it's going to be hard for people to clarify your intent, you know? Mm-hmm. Make sure your spelling is up to par, you know? Um, Do the best you can. We, I, I know, and I've played with a few people who are non-native English speakers. Absolutely, yeah. And they do the best they can, and and then of course you also have Canadians, and we all have to make allowances for them. Yeah, you gotta gotta make allowances. I mean, honestly, though, you I've do the I've, best I've, you can. I've played with non-native English speakers whose English was better than some native English players. So I mean, I think. <laughs> I mean, I think he just made his point right there. <laughs> yeah. Generally speaking, effort will be noted if you are putting yes. a genuine effort to work with the the language that you've got. That's going to be noted, you know, but if it's sort of careless uh, spelling errors or punctuation all over the place, or if you don't format a paragraph into a separate paragraph, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Keeping an eye on those kind of things. Minimize just, just them. your basic writing things. Get it, get it as good as you can. There are, there are free tools online. I use one integrated with Chrome called Grammarly. Is that right? Yes. I've Grammarly, heard of it. Yep. Which kind of looks over things and it's free and it gives you a general idea. Here's some basic things you've made mistakes on. Right. Here's your general tone. Is that what you're going for? And you can pay for more features, but there's no reason to, in my opinion, because I'm not going for perfection. Professional, yeah. 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 Couple other things to, to keep an eye on as you're writing out the application itself is excessive length. So just words for having words there. Or as we talked about last time, pages and pages of backstory, it's just putting more work on the perspective DM. You want to boil that down to the the good points, but then you don't want to go the other way and be too brief. And oh yeah, okay, here's a bullet point, here's a bullet point, here's a bullet point. That's their background. Yeah. Half-orc fighter has a horse. <laughs> backstory complete. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so to expand those are on just that? Some, yeah. some real simple things that you can look for it's all going to be yeah it's all going to be subjective too like oh yeah how much is enough information basically if you can get a good sense of who the character is without elaborating on every detail of his or her backstory that's sort of what you're aiming for i mean if you are really hung up on it you could even maybe ask a friend on the site you know send a pm or mm-hmm. get feedback through a general discussion form to say hey does this look okay I'm applying for a game. There, there's a lot yeah. of people in the Discord who will gladly look over an application if you're unsure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even the DM that's running the game will be open to it. You can always ask if they're willing to give you more. If they yeah. say no, then you want to get other input. And you probably it's probably best to go to the DM of the game last because they have other stuff they're working on at that point. Yeah, odds are they're also possibly fielding questions from the other applicants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and like we said at the beginning, it may not be anything personal. They may have liked your application, but they found the four or five others that they grabbed mm-hmm. all fit together a little better, and yours felt a little awkward with the group. It may have just been that simple. You were all equal level writers, but they chose the ones they did because it fit what they wanted better. Yeah, I mean, if you have four Azamar paladins all applying to the same game, three <laughs> of you are going to be out of luck, very likely. Uh, yeah. It's... It's like uh, wine testers, professional wine tasters. They've 
they've done studies on them where you can give them the same wine in different tests on different days and their response, their reactions will be different based on their mood. <laughs> so even something that is potentially subjective or sorry, objective will nonetheless be subjectively evaluated. Maybe you got a perfect application. Maybe it just wasn't that guy's uh, day to read that particular application. It means mm -hmm. a certain amount of luck is going to fall into it, right? And And I think also... Another thing to keep in mind is how many applications are you really putting in over a given period? Because it can feel like you're getting rejected constantly, but maybe over two months you only put in three applications. Yeah. Because those are the games that struck your interest. So another thing to think about if you're not getting into games is maybe try a different game. Maybe the style you want isn't the games you're going for. Reevaluate some of that. And not saying that, you, you know, a person isn't doing the right thing, but maybe look at what you're writing versus what's being asked and see if there's another place you could fit to give yourself more options. Maybe if you have a lot of time and you're not getting into games, maybe host a game. Maybe you could ah, there's another, yeah, change you your always, direction yeah. and be the GM. And then, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's the, the solo game bazaar where you yeah. can find people who want to do just a one-on-one -on -one game or a, in the bazaar solo uh, games. Is that what you call it? <laughs> uh, it wasn't it, wasn't it? Fallian? Oh, Fallian. Who liked the, the term duet for a GM and two players? You know, it's funny. I got into a conversation with someone on a separate Discord the other day about solo games. And they're like, what, just playing on your own? I was like, oh, no, no, no. See, a solo game is a term that I, I and a lot of people that I know have used for a long time for one player, but it still requires a DM. So, like, mm -hmm. a solo game is still two people. Solo is means two. Come on. Yeah. You know? I got to yeah, explain this to you? Come on. Come on. Yeah. Do you even game, bro? Bro. <laughs> Do you even? <laughs> Another thing I wanted to, to talk about when we're talking kind of about failure and rejection in your game applications is sort of the general thread etiquette when you're in a game thread. Yeah. And we kind of touched on it a little bit. We don't pepper your potential DM with a bunch of stuff. But also... How do you go about interacting with other people in a thread, King Monkey? In the application thread specifically. Yes. yes, specifically in the application thread. If I'm being honest, it's probably not a lot of interaction with the other players. Generally, I don't want to clutter an, app, an advertisement thread with a lot of off-topic talk. Okay. And I don't want to necessarily get into a lot of lengthy discussions about the plot or the game itself. That's sort of better left until afterwards. Hmm. Okay. If someone has an application where they've left an open question, or if I've decided to apply and I've mentioned that I want to link my character to the backstory, I might bring it up there. Probably if I wanted to link our backstories, I might do that by PM, though, and then come up with a post. Yeah, okay. generally speaking, I don't interact a lot with the other players. However, in the past, I have, if not been accepted for the game, I have posted a good luck to everyone who have fun to everyone who got into the game you know yeah just... i i think that that's a big one especially as someone who runs games on the site from time to time if i see a player who didn't get in who seems to genuinely and not sort of kind of frustratedly say congrats to everyone mm -hmm. let me know if you have any spots open up then i will keep them in mind usually oh yeah that's another thing like if you didn't get through there is attrition on these games. Some people mm -hmm. may end up dropping out. If you were on a list of contenders, you may still be on a list of supplements or replacement players. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you were cool about it and you had a good character and the DM just didn't choose you, but now she's got an opening, she might come back and say, hey, did you still want to play? I mean, definitely. And and you don't want to, cool. if you really like a game or you really like a character, you don't want to close that door yeah. until you, until it's like, it's definitely closed and it's until the game is dead in the water. Yeah. It's not ever closed because I can even say I put a ton of work into an application several years ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking, I wrote a ton and everyone for this game wrote a ton. It was part of it. We were level 20 as Lanty getting put into cold storage until we came to the present day. Right. And, oh man, I put so much effort into it and didn't get in. And I said, oh man, this sucks, but hey, let me know if anything pops up. I'd love to still join. I, I really like this character. And then that that DM came to me and and another player later, Panthus actually, mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, I've got another place for characters. Would you be interested? It's slightly different, but you're still going to be that same character." I said, "Heck yeah!" And it's some of the best role playing I've done on the site. Nice. I think it's been a lot. It was a lot of fun. I didn't do a lot with mechanics, but it was a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah. Never close that door because you never know when. A GM will say, oh, I've got another idea. And you know, another thing that you're making me think of right now, those other players in the game may also be GMs in their own right. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's almost like an element of networking, right? Like <laughs> just because that one game didn't work out, if you show that you're a decent writer and you're easy to get along with and you're just cool about getting denied, <laughs> then maybe you're put, making a good impression for one of the other players who might be running a game later on down the line. You know? Definitely. So always keep in mind that other players are also DM. And one of the ways that I tend to interact with the threads when I'm going through the the application process, it's been a while since I've done the full A to Z process. I kind of either run the game, don't have much time, or someone has a niche game and asks me if I'd like to join and just kind of get in, which is great when you get it, get to that point. Yeah, that's sort of when you've been around long enough that you can sort of establish... um... I don't want to, I mean, I guess a reputation for being able to play the character that they want for that game. Or, or even just a rapport know. with the GM so they understand yeah. that you are interested in that kind of game, so you're going to do some of your best work there. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that'll come with time, so. But when I'm when I'm starting in an application thread, traditionally I've had a lot more time than most GMs tend to on the site, mm-hmm. so I try and fill in, not do the GM's job, but if there's a question that's already been answered, I can point someone to that. That way the GM has that yeah. already done. If a GM's not good with tables, sometimes I'll build a table for them and PM them that and say, hey, you can use this however if you want or yeah. not. And so just little things that use my strengths to to help them. And I don't get selected for all those games. Most of them I don't actually. But yeah. Which is, I don't mind helping game. out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to bribe anyone. I I take bribes, but I'm not trying to bribe other people. I yeah, don't I mean, have the money for that. We, we want to take bribes. What are we going to send yes. that money right back out? Come on, <laughs> let's be let's be honest here. This is just another reminder. If you want us to say anything or have any particular stance, just send us some money yep, and tell sure. us what you want. No standards, <laughs> no uh, ethical quandaries whatsoever. We are lawful neutral. We follow our own code. Follow the money. <laughs> no, but uh, what we're saying here basically is that. RPGX in that way it it functions as a community. You are building sort of a rapport or connection to other players, 
You know, mm-hmm. it's a matter of relating with the other people. And then from time to time, games happen. And then it's good, right? <laughs> yeah. RPGX. Games happen. It's good. I think that was the initial motto back when it was D&D online games. I could be mistaken or making it up. Make friends. Games happen. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Birched. We're spinning gold. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Come on, throw us those all those sight dollars that you've got stocked away in a bunker. I know what more there. could you what more could you be asking for than this? <laughs> it's just I don't know. All right. Well, I think that about covers our our play by post game segment. But to close things out Adventure Assemble We've been telling a story mm-hmm. for a bit now, we? and we've we've got our two yeah we've got our two characters. Oh, we've got Edric the Bard and mm-hmm. Zordlon the Zordlon. Druid. Zordlon, I know Zordlon. every time I hear it. <laughs> it's it's and, one of those names where it's like that's a Dungeons and Dragons name. Is your <laughs> is your wizard named Zordlon and the fighter's name Thane? <laughs> yes, that's sixty yes. percent of all characters right there. But Zordlon. Zordlon has been tending the poppy fields mm-hmm. in Hyrest, Hyrest? A, a village that is kind of at the end of this rampage of Gothmog of Yadun. Yadun. And this who, is who been turns the... out as an ogre. Surprise, he's an ogre. <laughs> it's like you're talking to him, and then halfway through, you're like, You're an ogre. Jeez. I, Dude. I didn't even like notice. Fo- I've been looking at your stomach this whole time. You're a foot taller. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's funny how sometimes you just don't notice you're talking to a guy, then partway through you're like, are you an ogre? Yeah. You know, I was thinking something was, oh, that's cool. Some of my, some of my best friends are ogres. <laughs> oh my God, King Monkey, you got to stop it. I do have to stop it. You're tap dancing along that line. I'm required to stop it. <laughs> but it turns mm-hmm. out the reason Edric the Bard finds out about Gothmog of Yadun is because Beta, a retired adventurer, a dwarf, who is now a goldsmith, right, is found out about this rampage and is trying to get Edric and Zordlon to, to save the day, really. Gotta do a, yeah, protect the field. It's like uh, the Magnificent Seven. We got a Magnificent Seven, the poppy fields, to save them from Gothmog. Otherwise, Yadun. Yeah. And and we found out last time was it last time or the time before? I think it was last time, right? My memory is yeah. vague at best. It was it was la- we found out last time that Gothmog suffered from uh, a wound or an illness last time that mm-hmm. is what started him down this poppy yes this poppy road I yeah. guess his opium and, addiction and so he's he's assembled this this group to raid more and more poppy fields because he has to feed his higher and higher addiction. The what I'm trying to say is you done. Drugs are bad they are unless bad. someone gives me money, and then drugs are great. Yeah. Birch, <laughs> the question is really in your court. How do we feel about <laughs> drugs? No, I think we can all agree that opium, of of the many drugs that exist, opium, opium we can largely being agree abused is bad. Is not, it's not good. good. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't, you know, 18th century medicine here. Opium so, is. Do you have your D20? I have my. <laughs> that was a weird way to put it. Do you have your D20? Yes, because I have mine. I stole someone else's. Is that going to be okay? Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. 
I mean, as long hopefully, as they don't come and try and claim it mid-roll, then I'm probably Hopefully fine. it goes better than last time. So Right on. We're going to take turns here. Last time I, I did a lot of the talking and you did a lot of the rolling. Mm-hmm. I want to try and split that a little bit this time. Throwing you a curveball. You said you like curveballs. I don't recall making any sports references in my life. <laughs> curveball? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start us out. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to roll to see how successful it is. Then you're going to give us the next chunk, and we'll do probably two each. Sound good? Okay. Sounds reasonable. All right. I'm so, on board. Edric the Bard is performing in the inn, and he's been hearing these rumors that someone is raving about crazy orc or ogre, or some big green dude mm-hmm. coming this way with bad designs. And finally, you hear this person do it, and it turns out it's Beta. It's this little dwarf, older dwarf, mm-hmm. known as the goldsmith around town, and he convinces you. You you like a good story. This will be a fantastic story. A story for the ages. You need to check out these poppy fields and figure out how defensible it is. So you're going to go talk with Zordlon and kind of figure out how good your defenses are and what you have to work with. So roll me a d20, and let's see how that turns out for you. Rolling! Six. Okay, so unfortunately, it's just an open field. It's a vast open field of beautiful poppies and not a very defensible location. But that's okay. That's okay. Edric has heard many stories, and so he has an idea. (laughs) There is no way that one... Uh, one bard and one druid and possibly a cantankerous old dwarf can stand against an entire band of raiders. So what we need to do is literally pull a Magnificent Seven, and Edric is going to rally the villagers to his cause, that they may take up arms in order to frighten away the raiders. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Maybe you remember that from the Three Amigos. Um, I am slightly less dated. Oh no, the Magnificent Seven had a remake recently, so you should know that one. I I know it exists, yes. I've never seen it. All right. All right, so I'm going to now determine how successful he is in rounding up Posse. Rallying. Rallying the villagers to my cause. Will you stand idly by while these raiders raid your poppies? And unfortunately, that is only a ten. Hmm. They've been sampling their own wares. (laughs) <laughs> and I cannot rouse them to my cause, Zordlon. What shall we do? I, I, I we think do? the goal was to round up a posse that can fight, and instead we end up with only four people. So we've got Edric the Bard, we've got Zordlon, we've got Beta, who is a former adventurer, but he's been out of it a while, he's mm-hmm. rusty, and we've got one more. I'm going to hit the random generator to see what we get. Do it. Do it. We get Kanan. Mm-hmm. A female half-orc fighter. Ooh, nice. Uh, we could use but a bit of muscle. she doesn't have much in the way of muscle. <laughs> Good. That's what you want from a fighter. She she is... I ah, that's why. Cause, because she is only a teenager. Ah. So what she lacks in strength, she makes up for with sass and pluck. Yes. She oh, she is... That'll maybe, do well in the front of an ogre. Maybe the town street urchin. Mm-hmm. urchin. Okay. And so... This is who you got. You've got Beta, mm-hmm. Zordlon, Edric, and Kanan. Okay. Okay. And right. you have to devise a defense strategy with these four people. Why don't you give me a roll and see how good you do? All right. Rolling, rolling, rolling. 19! Woo! So somehow you kind of figure out that you've got a couple good choke points that on the way they're going to pass. If, if they want to go around the town... 
It'll take them too long. To, It'll take to them too long. You can move the people. You can raise the field. He won't get it, and he won't get the people. So what I'm going to do, if they have to go through a, a, a specific choke point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have Kanan and Beta there. Okay. And I want them to. I want one of them to go full on teenager, and the other one full on cranky old dwarf. <laughs> and I want them to show what's his name, Gothmog, that this town is simply not worth it because you are, if any amount of interaction, you're going to have to deal with just the most obnoxious teenagers and the stubbornest, most outdated old folk talk that they can deal with. Okay. Maybe so they're kind of trying to hope, hopefully we're like, going to frustrate yeah. them. Yeah, we've got sort of like sassy teenagers with their comebacks, and we've got old folks who are going to tell them about how it used to be back in the old days, <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> and we're just going to like hopefully just drive them away through sheer force of obnoxiousness. I used to be a rampager like you until I took an arrow in the knee. Exactly. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't call them poppies. We called them popos. It may be an outdated term now, but I think we should still call them popo flowers. If you and think what about are it, what and color Zordlon is Zordlon doing during that? Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Zordlon is going to try and have them harvest as many poppies as they can right now as a backup plan because everyone else is going to be ready to escape at a moment's notice with as much of their supply as possible. And Edric is writing everything down furiously, both scripting and uh, keeping a, a record so that he can tell the story uh, at a later date. Oh, man. Edric is not contributing in any way. I like it. No, no. He's writing the, he's writing the script for everybody. What's more, you can't make a movie without a script, Simmy. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> all right. Well, it's, it seems like it's up to me to see how well this all goes off. I know. I got a 19, so I'm hoping that worked out pretty well. Let's see what they got. And I'm using my Pepto Pink dye that I just got. Right. We'll see how that all turns out. Mine are green and spotty for what that's worth. Did you just break something? No, I instead of rolling it on my empty desk and going oh, yeah. to getting my dice tray, I just grabbed oh. a little ring I had. Okay. How do we do? Well, turns out Zordlon, because I rolled a five, got mm -hmm. a little distracted. Hi. Did you mean hi? He got high. He got distracted okay. trying to do his job. Uh huh. And so you never send a hippie elf to do Oh my gosh. See, okay. The, the the problem is in trying to get everyone to harvest this, he, he wasn't being careful. Okay. And so he created he he was trying to apply his druidic magic to it a little bit, but that unfortunately started to release the poppy into the air. Oh yeah. Okay. So All right. the the only upside here is that the wind is blowing towards Gothrog. Okay. Gothmog. Goth Gothmog. Gothmog. Are you done? Yeah. Are you done? Gothmog of you done. Okay. So it's blowing towards his rampaging group, and and Kanan and Beta are they're they're doing a great job, they're but all arguing. of a sudden they start to trail off, right? Okay, and they kind of rock a little bit. Can I roll to see if I notice this? See what's going on? Sure, give me a roll. Let's see what we got. I'm rolling fourteen. Okay, that yes, you do notice it, but you notice it because you you realize things are quiet, and so you stick your head out and you get a good whiff of it as well. Oh boy, I have a plan. I have this a plan. cloud starts kind of going over everyone, mm -hmm. and it, it's, it gives Gothmog a little bit of what he wants, but it's not enough. And so we've got one final chance to pull something off. What are you going to do? I'm going to light the whole field on fire, and I'm going to 
blow that smoke towards everybody. So I'm going to okay, make my so way to the other side. You're trying to amp up the effect I'm more. I'm going to go upwind, and I'm going to amp up the effect by having poppy smoke blowing in the air. Okay. Away from All me. All our hopes are dust in the wind for you. Let's see. That was possibly a mistake, because I rolled a seven. <laughs> okay, so you successfully light the field. Okay. Unfortunately... Did the wind you... shift? Oh, my God. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going good and you're excited, but then the wind shifts and it only burns half the field and the flames jump to the inn that you are staying at. Ah, my stuff is in the inn! <laughs> and for some reason, I'm just so tired. I can't the, quite The nice make thing it there. is, Gothmog, between Beta and Kanan, kind of ra- yelling mm-hmm. at him again as they get their steam back, right. and him being kind of a little bit affected mm-hmm. by this poison in the air, does kind of forget what he was doing and retreats and goes around the town. The problem is, by the time you guys get the flames under control, half the town is burned down. It's not my town. You, you may have gotten your stuff. I don't Or may I not. No, we, will, we will find out in the future. Know. I'm worried that I, that I didn't. And you are run out of town. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I, I earned that. Once again, it. you cannot stay. You must move on because they will kill you if you stick around. This town is starting to cramp my style anyway. <laughs> a wandering rogue like me needs room to breathe. Space on the open plains. Roads before him. So join us next month for the continuing adventures of Edric the Bard. Yay! Until I finally kill this boy. He's going to die. <laughs> He's living on the edge, man. He's not going to survive forever. Until then, I've been Simmy. You have been. Congratulations. Thank you. It's hard work. (laughs) You put up with me, King Monkey, for this entire time. I have, and that's even harder work. There you go. (laughs) We'll see you next time, because we done. We done. (laughs) We done. I could blow up the whole planet in this tank.